This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. We are going to have some fun on the podcast today. Uh, I have not been able to pick up my guitar in a little while, been traveling, uh, been doing a lot of work for a new membership that we have coming up here later on in the year for Learn Jazz Standards. And so uh, today I'm going to be I'm going to be practicing with you today. We're going to learn some 1625 material uh, with the help of our good friend Dexter Gordon to show us the light, to show us the way on some killer jazz language to play over 1625 chord progressions. This is going to be fun. I'm excited to learn, and I hope that you're excited to learn along with me. Let's crush this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Oh yeah, what's up everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. So excited that you're here today. Um... Thank you to those of you who make me a part of your regular life. I'm humbled by that. Maybe I'm your gym partner. Um, maybe uh, I am your buddy on your commute to work. Maybe I'm even your shower buddy. I mean, let's let's be real here. Maybe, maybe, just 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 maybe. Um, but I'm excited as always. And today's episode is going to be kind of fun for me, and I know it's going to be fun for you. I want to learn some jazz language over one six two five chord progressions. Right, one six two five chord progressions. One of the most important chord progressions in jazz. Right, you got your two five ones, you got your minor two five ones, and then you got your one six two five one chord progressions, which of course are um, really prevalent in uh, in rhythm changes. Right, but they're really just everywhere. The turnarounds. I mean. You know, you know what I'm talking about? One, six, two, five chord progressions. We want to learn some language over top of that. So um, we're going to be employing uh, our good friend, Dexter Gordon, uh, of course, saxophonist Dexter Gordon, to show us some great jazz language to play. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to be using the track uh, Apple Jump from his from his album Biting the Apple has Barry Harris on it has Sam Jones Al Foster um and it, it so Apple Jump is a rhythm changes in F okay it's a rhythm changes in F um and so i i'm just what i kind of want to just do is i just want to kind of like start listening to the song and then try to find some interesting ideas and learn them right with you on the podcast so if you got your instrument out you can give this a try with me uh, or you could just listen and then be like, hey, I like that idea that we, that Brent found on Apple Jump today. I'll go back later and learn that. Well, that's what you should do. All right? So let's not waste any more time. Let's start hanging out with Dexter Gordon and learn some 1625 language. Here we go. All right. Let's get started here. Got my audio player open. I've got my guitar up here. By the way, let's test this out. 
coming right through. All right, we're ready to go. Um, all right, so Apple Jump. By the way, what is a 1625 in F major? Because we're doing an, an F rhythm changes here. That's what Apple Jump is. Um, so it's F. And in this case, we do a secondary dominant. So it is a D7. So instead of a D minor 7, it's a D7. I like to make it altered sometimes. And then 2, which is G minor. And then you have 5, which is C7 or C any altered, right? So three, six, two, five, F, four, four diminished. Right? So that's the first part of an F rhythm changes, right? All right. So let's go ahead and start listening to Apple Jump and just see what we can discover here. So starting from the top. All right, I'm going to stop it right there because <laughs> we're just in the melody and we already got some really killing language growing on in here. I, I used to say killing. I always try not to say that. All right, let's listen to the intro again and that, that first little line and see if we can learn it together. Listen to Barry Harris. Oh, my gosh. All right, so let's learn that first part because I think that is really hip. So... All right, that's what we got. So, so, da, 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 da. okay, cool. So that's really just over the first one, six, two, five. So, awesome. I love that. That's so cool. Um, so that just like uh, shows you that you can just do something really simple, right? Let's listen to the next part. Ah, let's stop it there. I think that's it. Let's listen to it again. Almost got it. So let's look at what's going on there. So now we're actually going to a three there. That's really what he's playing there. That's pretty common is to substitute the one for a three at that point. So pretty pretty much just outlining that chord there, starting on the eleventh, which is by the way it's the three. That's that's A minor. So this note is the important note though this note is the important note what note is that okay this is a g flat note what is g flat well this is this is the third of the d7 the sixth chord so it goes right 
right? That's over top of the uh, D7 there, the sixth chord. So, man, when you land on the thirds like that, that's when people ask, how do you spell out the chord changes? Well, obviously, there's many multiple different ways to do that, and we'll discover some more in a second. But landing on the third, very strong. So, so far, we got... Awesome. So, that's the G, G flat. And then it goes up and it goes up and hits the uh, the root note actually like an octave up. So now let's listen to the next part because I want to know what he plays over the two five, right? Because all right, let's listen to it again. So. I think you might start on that now. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna play what I think it is. Ah. So maybe it's. Maybe, maybe that's it. So that's what he would play over the two five. So let's listen to that. I think it I, that might be it. I it definitely starts on the the B flat. So it's kind of awkward to play on the guitar. So what what's happening? So it actually starts on the ninth. No, no, I'm sorry. It doesn't start on the ninth. It starts on the third, up to the eleventh, to the ninth, to the root, then a chromatic approach note to the third of the C7, right? So that man, those thirds, right, really makes the chord changes come out. So. That note right there, it's E, that's the third of C7. So, so far, my big lesson takeaway from Dexter Gordon is landing on the thirds of those dominant seventh chords, right? Landing on the thirds of the dominant seventh chords. So, so I think it's... I'd have to practice that a little bit more, but I don't want to, you know, do that forever on the podcast with you. So let's keep learning some more and see what we can find in this melody. Ooh, I like that. So what is that there? That's the four chord to the four sharp diminished. So, I love that. It's just really outlining the the F 
seven chord there, basically. Or really, kind of just like a, a D minor. But right, D minor, the D minor is the relative minor to F major, right? So, so far, kind of the melody is, let me try to do the melody for you, so. Okay, so one discrepancy here that I just figured out, and I, I apologize I didn't catch this earlier, is in this rhythm changes, instead of doing six, two, five, actually he goes one, four, four sharp, sharp four diminished, and then three, six, two, five, right? And that makes sense. Now that I'm... That note right there, that's the, the sharp four. So I, I should have caught that earlier. My bad. Oh, I love this. this there's so much language just in the melody. And we'll get to the solo in a second. But um, I'm already just like hearing lots of great stuff here in this melody. All right. Let's listen to more. All right. little variation. So this time he does that little outline of uh, the F F major. Or the for me on the guitar, it's kind of like a D minor pattern. So it's do da da do do da 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 This is amazing one six two five one language. We haven't got to his solo yet. Let's 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 back up. I want you to listen to that again. So he changed it a little bit. There's slight variations on the second uh, section of the, the second A section. This is the end of the first A. All right, let's figure out what that is. So he, he goes, and then. That's that's the first part. Um, so it's oh man, that is so cool. Um, one, more, I want to make sure I got that right. So it's Okay, so this is what it, it starts the line the same way. Right? Hits that G flat on the D7, the sixth chord, but then he, he keeps going with it. He goes a flat nine down to the root. Uh, then that's the seventh. Then the sharp five. And then he ends here on the root, I believe, of the two chord. So it's... Wow, this is amazing. So there's that third. So you start hearing the five chord. Then we have the flat nine, root, seven, sharp five, or a sharp five or flat 13, however you want to think about it. 
Okay, so what what essentially is he doing now this time to this sixth chord? It's a secondary dominant, right? So he's now making it altered with a flat nine and a sharp five in it. So this is, so now it just sounds so much hipper in a way. I mean, not hipper, but just hip, different. <laughs> Right, and that's actually where he he actually lands. I actually got that wrong. So, so he's actually not playing the sharp five because that that uh, that B flat note it would be the sharp five of D seven. But that's actually where he lands on the two chord, the G minor chord. And guess what? Uh, guess what? That B flat is. It's the it's the third. It's the third of G minor. So once again, he's landing on the third of that chord to really bring out that sound so so it sounds good i guess because like it sort of you know fits that altered feeling of the six but really it's landing on the g minor seven so flat nine that sounds so hip so but let's see what he does in the next part for the two five one so Oh, uh, that was a little fast. Uh... I think that's it. Um... Ah. So... That's that's what he does. So, so remember, we landed on the third of the G minor seven, the two chords. So we we did. That's the third, but then we continue the line. So on the, we start on the third, then we go to the root. So third root seventh. So so third root seventh chromatic approach into the third of C. So similar to the first day, but right, a little different. Okay, which is E. And then he repeats, he, so he's, he's playing the theme of the earlier, the earlier line, and he's going to the flat nine. So now we have a C7 flat nine to the root to the seventh. So, so I think the whole part there from the thir- three, six to five is this. It's that wasn't perfect. Um, yeah, I'm get. I, it's, I'm a little, little rusty here. Let me try it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would like to work on that a little bit more. But okay, so check this out. So some people wonder. Some people are like, man, how do I, how do I play over rhythm changes? The the chord changes go by so fast. Well. Check this out. When you learn a little bit of language like this from Dexter Gordon and you start to really analyze it and look at it, really this is just more of a matter of like becoming familiar with navigating this stuff. So if we learn a lick like this, like I mean, that's answering a lot of questions for me, right? Ah. Landing on the third, flat nine, landing on the third. Landing on the third again, flat nine, and then let's listen to the last little bit there. 
Okay, so. Ah. Uh, uh, that's it. That's it. I, ah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um, so. Do, 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 do. All right, and then it goes into the B section. We're not going to really focus on what he's playing on the B sections today. Um, let's tackle just one thing at a time. But so much can be learned from the solo. By the way, this song goes on for 11 minutes and 28 seconds, and Dexter Gordon just blows for forever. And so there's so much stuff. And it's not hard to learn. It's all easier to learn. Um, okay, so a little brief uh, overview here of some of the language I learned here that we learned together um, on the melody, the head, of at least of the first two a sections of uh apple jump is so first of all i apologize for that so to clarify um he starts out with the one chord so it goes four sharp four diminished and then three six two five so it's So that's more what the chord changes are. So it's a slight variation. It's a slight variation on rhythm changes. He, they might just go into regular rhythm rhythm changes blowing uh, in in the in the uh, solos. I'm not going to try to play with the recordings. I feel like I'm going to biff it. I need to practice this a little bit more. But I'll try to play it slow. So. close there so let's try to move forward a bit in the recording and see if we can't get to the solos all right yeah here's a great here's a now nah, let's keep playing it and then i'll tell you what the lesson is Top of the head. All right, so this is the lesson. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see how simple that was? It was so. So I think actually now the changes are regular rhythm changes. Um, so it's he all he played was all right how simple over all of those chords and when he played that that note right there that was over the sharp four diminished that's the only thing he basically changed to make it fit he's playing D 
He's playing F. Then he was playing the um, the G sharp right there. Then he ended on on a G because that's the two, right? Um, so. The, the lesson there is look how simple you can play over top of those chords. So sometimes when we come to a rhythm changes tune where there's all those really quick one, six, two, fives, and we think to ourselves, oh my gosh, we have to play like a million notes. Well, according to Dexter Gordon, that's all we got to play. All right, let's keep listening. All right, so you play the oh, a monkey chase the weasel uh, quote there. So let's check that out. Actually, really am interested in that line. Hold on. Okay, I want I want to learn from right here. So this is where it goes to the the three chord. So. So, da, da. so I'm going to do that as a as a lead in, and then I want to learn how he approaches this because I absolutely love what he, the sound of it. Okay, that's what I heard. So. double check and then we'll keep listening okay i think it was right i think that's what he did uh, let's let's try that out Okay. So actually, it's very similar um, to kind of parts of the head where he does the flat nine a little bit there. So he goes, that's the three, and he, he lands on the, uh, that's the three chord, and he lands on the third of the three chord. So, so he goes, it's like the 11th, you could call it. Well, it's not though. It's the uh, it's the thirteenth of the one. So it goes. It starts on a, a on a D. So it goes. Okay, that's the that's the the third of the sixth chord. So, and then it goes to the two chord. It lands on the root actually. So that's the three of the sixth chord D seven. So. Then the root. Then it goes to the fifth of G, which is D, right? You see how we that's that's the third, that's E of the C7, the five chord. So you see how we did that? So you kind of led into it. Then flat nine of the C7. Okay, so he, this is what he did. See if I can play that a little better. So, 
Ah, oh, let me slow it down. take my own advice, right? I'm always telling people, all my students, slow it down. Don't play too fast, right? Get it down slow first, then you can speed it up. But then, of course, you know, sometimes you forget, right? Oh, man, I love that. I love that. Um, Okay, let's keep listening. That's a cool line. I'm going to skip it. All right, that's the bridge. I'm going to skip it. I like that a lot. So, goes. All right, let's listen and try to learn that part. Well, first of all, let's actually learn that first. That's what he did. Isn't that beautiful? So he starts on... I'm assuming this is a three chord again. I have to listen to the bass, though. So that's the root. This goes to the fifth, so... Then he hits the the sharp nine there. So, da do da do. So that's the sharp nine of the D seven. So really, he's playing a D seven sharp nine. See how he alters those five chords a lot. I mean, it just sounds good. It sounds quote unquote jazzy. I hate to say that word, but that's what it sounds like. Okay. Then he hits the nine of the two chord of G seven. Okay, which is A, and the root, so it goes, ah, so, ah, he basically lands, he basically it's the fifth this time of the C7, the five chord, so. I love that. That's so good. Let's listen to what he plays next. Oh, sorry. The, that first line he was he was playing the one chord. So it's one to, to six. Sorry, I forgot where I was. This is the first A. Well, it's A three really. Then it goes to the three chords. So let's listen to this. I'm pretty sure that's what he did. So 
check that out. So that is so simple. So we have the three chord. So he goes, he starts on the um, the the minor six, I guess, is what he does. But then he goes to the seven. So the six is really just getting him to the seven. Then he goes to the fifths. Back to the six. So then he lands on the root of the sixth. Um, sorry, I, I'm confusing it because I'm saying I mean the sixth of the three, right? And now I'm saying the sixth chord. I, it gets confusing. I hope you're not getting too confused here. So that's the sixth chord, D seven. He's really just he's really just kind of focusing on notes from the D minor scale or or the D Dorian or the um, F major scale, right? Or sorry, the A, the F, the D Aeolian. Sorry, not Dorian. Then he hits the nine there on the two. Ah, what's that note right there? That. That's actually da, da, da. so. That's really just the major seven over the sharp nine. Uh, uh, the major seven over the minor. The major seven over the minor seven. So it's a major minor seven note that he's basically playing there, over superimposing on the chord. So it's really just like a chromatic approach note he's using. And then he lands on the root. So this is interesting. So this is interesting. So the big takeaway here is like. He's actually playing very diatonically now, and he's landing on the roots of a lot of the chords now. So first we had this beautiful line. But look how beautiful that is, especially this part. Beautiful. Let's keep listening. So then that's a, that would be really cool to learn, but I want to focus on one, six, two, fives, because that's the the one, four, sharp, four part. But, you know, we could learn so much just from that, too. Um, let's keep listening. Try to find one more thing. Let me listen again. I There it is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he's hitting that. All right, so I think I think you uh, let me listen to it again. Thank you. 
interesting. So, so over that over that three chord, it has that really cool sound when you take a, a minor seventh chord and you add the the minor six in there, and it, it works really nicely if you're going from like a minor three with a six in it to a to a, the six chord with the, with a sharp nine in it. But so he goes, so he goes t over the chord and then he goes okay so that then hits the sharp nine in the five chord and then to the root so so that's what he plays over the three and the six so and then what does he do next that again oh man this is cool so ah all right let's, let's see what the next notes are this is how you this is how you by the way guys this is how you learn solos by ear um well Ideally, you'll have you'll use my list process. List, listen, internalize, sing, transfer. Right now, we're kind of just going straight to transfer. Um, but this is how you do it, a little bit by little. All right. Takes that down an octave. Oh, this is a cool line. Ah, oh, we gotta listen to it again. I'm losing it. Yeah, that's that. That's it. So it goes. That, and he's just playing that over a three, six, two, five. So it, it's not really what you would expect from like, you know, that really beboppy harmony. It's 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 uh it's unique. Ah nope, it's That's it. There, I got it now. Ah, oh, come on. Okay. Um, basically, this is just the... Uh, <laughs> this is just the F major pentatonic scale, I'm pretty sure. It's just the F major pentatonic scale. So I'm glad I just went through all the trouble of, of, of working that out. Um, hopefully that didn't 
confuse you, me tr- struggling over that. But so th- that's something very interesting, right? So Dexter Gordon, he's doing all these bebop lines and outlining changes, right? We kind of covered some of that, and it's even in the head, the melody. And then he just plays a line that is just straight up the F major pentatonic scale. Except for that, he doesn't make it sound like the F major pentatonic scale. Like, it took me a second to realize that's all that was, theoretically, right? Because it doesn't really... Like, it took me a second to realize that he's just playing that over top of... Right? So, I mean, really interesting stuff there. So, Dexter Gordon uses, like, this mixture of, like, really nailing diatonic harmony really playing interesting bebop lines, playing very simple melodic lines that are just like, you know, I'm playing over an F major or I'm playing D Aeolian, or then he's just playing F major pentatonic. So those are kind of my big takeaways today. Um, Now, a lot of this was like, you know, so we could learn together, right? So that, you know, you could kind of hear a, my process of, of how I'm learning this by ear and going through it. I might be quicker than you. I might be slower than you. Um, You know, don't be intimidated either way, but um, you know, really picking apart what he's doing and why he's doing it. And then what I would do is I'd spend time actually working on the ideas I like, right? Cause I, I mean, I, I would love to like go to some of these ideas and really feel good about, playing it like i would even just work on that melody line the uh, like i would like to work on that better and then take that through all 12 keys so that i have that really good and that way it can start to sink into my subconscious and even if i'm not playing that verbatim in my solos like we don't want to necessarily do that those ideas and the essence and the feeling of that the muscle memory will will be there right so that's what i would do next um, but these are just some cool ideas that I'm that we're getting from Dexter Gordon. I would encourage you to do the same thing. Find a track you really like like this and really just start having fun and exploring it and see what you can learn just from going and picking things apart like this. All right. That's all for today's show. Hope you found that helpful. Um, You know, I was basically just practicing for you. And I hope that was some insight into maybe how I would do this, things that are going through my brain while I'm going through this process. So hope this was really helpful for you. Hope that you you really enjoyed it. Um, Man, so many great things I'm working on with uh, Learn Jazz Standards right now that I just want to kind of close up the show talking to you about. So many of you know that I came out with my Jazz Improvisation Made Simple book. um, And thank you so much to everybody who's bought that, been purchasing that. Um, and getting value from that, leaving rating reviews on Amazon. So I want to thank you for that. Um, one huge thing that me and the team are working on right now is our Inner Circle membership, um, which, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about it. It's kind of um, the direction we want to take Learn Jazz Standards in and the way that we believe we can really help you guys more. Um, and so that is going to be our LJS Inner Circle membership. Um, where there's going to be jazz standard studies every month with materials. There's going to be access to all premium courses. There's going to be um, really cool community forums, um, which includes practice groups that you can create with other people. Um, th- there's going to be um, some, some other goodies I don't want to reveal yet, um, but... 
it's really exciting. So we, we've really built out the platform and um, I'm not sure if by now or it'll be later, um, some of our course students who are in our courses like 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing or Jazz Blues Accelerator will see um, a, a new course platform that we have up and that's tied to us transitioning to building our membership. Um, and so it's it's way it's way better with community um, and all the course students will, will recognize that. Um, and so I'm just really excited about all this stuff. I want to keep you in the loop with all that stuff as it's going on. It's really the way that I think that we're going to be able to um, come out when, and help you like just have better community and more value. And I'll be talking about that um, and how powerful this can be for us learning to play jazz together. So um, I'll keep you in the loop about our inner circle membership. Um, but hey, um, if you're like, hey, um, I- I'm new to this podcast. Like, what do I do now? Like, that was kind of cool. Um, well, j- there is, are tons of other episodes in uh, our repertoire that you can listen back to. This is episode 210. So you literally have 209 other episodes to listen to. And if you are a regular listener, but you're thinking, you know, all right, what do I, what do I do for the rest of the week? Well, there's plenty of other stuff to look back on and get some help from. Uh, so make sure you do that. I do ask, um, get subscribed to the podcast, um, so that you don't miss anything. So on Apple podcasts or Spotify, I know we even have some listeners on Stitcher. So whatever podcasting app that you use, um, get subscribed, get subscribe to the show. Um, do check out some more episodes that are in the backlog. See what, what's interesting to you and remember to always take action. All right. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. Learn Jazz Standards family. You guys are so important to me. I'm so grateful and humbled every week to get to be a small part of your jazz education. So thank you so much. And I'll catch you in the next episode next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes, and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.